come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Seamless. <laughs> Seamless. You don't know what you're talking about, Sean. You know what I should have done? I should have started the timer. Uh, that's fine. You can start it now. If this is your first rodeo, we're a weekly uh, movie review podcast that comes your way Indeed. every Saturday night, uh, whether you're ready for it or not. Uh, hey, wherever you found us, please do us a favor. Go on over and uh, give us a like, a star rating. Give us a review. Yeah, write some words about us. That'd be nice. And hit subscribe. Yeah, do that too. Because all of that stuff helps us get found by other folks like you. And uh, we know how much that means to you. Uh, we do, because, you know, you like us and <laughs> other people like us. So we want other other people to like us. We go. just want to be liked. Uh, you can follow along for the time of your life on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Freak Show. On Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. By email. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. And on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. Who are these people who are talking to you right now? The internet radio superstars. Sean. Michaela. And I'm Colin. It's always a little bit added in there. Holly's on assignment tonight. Holly's on assignment um, to live. Yes. <laughs> her assignment is her, to live. Her assignment yeah. is to live yeah. at this point. Yeah. So She'll be she's, joining she's us doing well. next week. So uh, She's getting thetans removed from her body. Thetans? She, she's working on going clear. Going that's clear. That's what she's doing. Yeah. So. You're getting thetans removed? Yeah, that's what uh-huh. it is in Scientology. I didn't watch that documentary. Yeah, no, she's working on going clear. Okay. So, guys, when she comes I back. I know, I know. I wanted to. I'm like, I, I don't. When she I, comes my back. My HBO subscription went, went, went away before I could watch it. Yeah. When she comes back, she can enlighten us all on how we can go clear. So, oh, no. we'll have an bad. in now. No, we have an in now. So. Get ready for the money to roll. We're only right? so many oh, degrees we're gonna get sponsored. We automatically get sponsored if we're part of Scientology? I think so. Yeah, and at some point oh, you awesome. get to meet Tom Cruise, right? And I mean, learn about Xenu, right? Can we have yeah. him as a guest? Do we care about Xenu? It's Tom Cruise you want to get That's to. really, yeah, He's where I'm the going. God of He's my Xenu. Yeah. Not so, John Travolta? Don't care about him no, at all? No. No. <laughs> he's like a saint. I mean, he'd be all right, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, on, not he's the on like uh, uh, Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. So He was there yeah. first. Yeah, that's very true. He was there long before anyone else, true. so he should be so the first. So he's, he's the Mount George Washington, Washington yes, exactly. head. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I off mic, Sean. We should really figure out. We should really Mount figure Rushmore out the Mount Scientology. Rushmore of Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, well, if he's up there, who else? I is was there? like, damn, I kind of want to Photoshop so this. Definitely, but Tom Cruise uh, is also up there. Isaac yeah. Hayes, probably L. Ron Hubbard. Obviously, he's got sure. All right. Although I couldn't pick him out of a crowd. No, I wouldn't be able to know. You'd be like, okay, you'd be like, who's that doughy guy with those movie stars? I'll give you a dollar if you can name the four that are up there. Now, on the Mount Rushmore, on Mount Rushmore. is in Washington, Jefferson. I think Franklin is yeah, up there, right? Is, is up Franklin there, up yeah. there? That's the I one I don't so. know. Okay, and Adam. No, come on. I don't know. I've seen Mount Rushmore, and I don't know. Is it Lincoln? It's been Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, I was yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. 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 I'm like, you guys are making me wonder if that's true. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Lincoln. Yeah, but I'm like, he's got a memorial. Is he Yay, on Mount Rushmore? American no, education. It's, yeah, it's Lincoln. <laughs> It's been a long time since <laughs> I've been in. Okay, so <laughs> movies. Anyways, right. we watched the movie tonight Luke that was Wilson, chosen was by No Mountain. Who was the movie chosen by Michaela? What did like you I choose? Just did this, Michaela. <laughs> what did you choose for tonight? We watched Vacancy from two thousand seven. Directed by Nimrod Antal, mm-hmm. who we would know from the best Predator sequel, Predators. Ah, Heresy. A lie. Heresy. A lie. Heresy. A lie. Predator two. Predator two. I stand is by it. Still the. Best one after Predator. What'd you say? Which one? Predator 2. Predator 2. It's still the best one after Predator. 
Um, Nimrod and Tal. Did he do anything else? He uh, has he's done done something co- else. Some did he do something for else for? Uh, he, Robert you know Rodriguez? that, you know that weird, um, oh, Matt God. Dillon, uh, M Night Shyamalan TV show, Wayward Pines. He yeah. directed oh, yeah. episodes of that. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, beyond that, like, like that was kind of it. Predators was it hmm. was kind of it. Director really? did some TV. Let's, let's he did, way before this, he did Control. That was like the thing that really uh, got noticed. Yeah, okay. So right. yeah. they need vacancy. Mm-hmm. Armored. You guys remember Armored? Nope. Nope. Oh, I remember that the shit out of that one. I, know, I never want to take never, down an armored truck or something. But yeah, I, can't I, know, I, don't, I never saw the movie. I remember yeah. the trailers nope. and they promoted the don't shit out of that movie. Of so that. he got armored and then he did Predators. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he did Metallica Through the Never. Cool. Okay. Good for him. In 3D with Dane DeHaan. Mm-hmm. And IMAX. God. And Wayward Pines. Mm-hmm. And that's about it, right? And the Whiskey Bandit. Nope. Which is, a, it looks like a foreign film because on the poster it's called uh, Aviskis. Well, maybe he All retreated. Right. And we drink the aviskis. Which, yeah. which is too bad because I think he's like I don't know if he's a good director, but he's a perfectly competent, workable director. I right. think. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a work. He's yeah. a yeman like job. A guy, yeah. It feels yeah. like he yeah. came out of a film school somewhere. You know, right. yeah. If he's got a good producer yeah. behind him, then he oh, can absolutely. like accomplish some shit. I think he does well For with sure. that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's perfectly capable. Mm-hmm. So this movie came out of the 2007s. Yes, yes, which was a, a pretty good year. It's for a movies. great year for it's movies. A good I year did for some movies. research on it before this episode because I was like, well, I know we talk about that a lot. And the more I research, the more we are right about that. Like, yeah. the, the, it doesn't matter how deep you dig into like independent movies that you're almost all good. Like, almost all good. It's now a I'm great just going to mention the the best one. Zodiac came yeah, out. Yeah, obviously, it's the best <laughs> one, yes. which is the best movie of 2007. Yeah. So there you go. There's that. But it was a yeah. good year for movies. Yeah. It was a great year. I enjoyed it. Um. But it also came from the. How do you get a name like Is Nimrod? it the uh, second golden age of uh, horror? Absolutely. The 2000s? Absolutely. Colin and I were talking off mic uh, before we started recording. But so I had a hypothesis about this movie going in. Mm. I thought this movie was just released at the wrong time. I thought that was the, this movie's biggest problem. Because my kind of thought was, okay, we're like coming off the tail end of like torture porn, starting to die down at this point, right? Right. When was when did Saw come out? The oh, first one was five. Oh five. Okay. Right. The first one was earlier than that. I thought because well, the fourth Saw, the fourth one is out in two thousand this came year. First though, Saw was right, but two, Saw four is out in two thousand seven, the same year this comes yeah, out. Saw came out like that. Feels like it's two thousand three. Two thousand four. Yeah. Okay. That was for Saw, and and when Saw came out. For those next like two three years, it was like tortured. Like that genre was, was like it. big. That was that was it. all there was for it's horror. All it there like. was. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we're on the we're on the tail end of that, right? Okay. So my kind of thought is like, well, this movie just came out at tor- like this is a suspenseful movie, so it didn't do well because it came out in torture porn, right? Okay. I did some research on horror movies that came out in 2007. Mm. I was wrong. 2007 was a year that they were taking shots at every genre of horror, hoping nice. something would stick and become the next torture porn what trend, do we got? right? Okay, I'm here's curious. just some of the highlights of 2007 for horror alone. Zodiac, Funny Games, uh. Inside, Trick or Treat, Paranormal Activity, The Mist, The Orphanage, I Am Legend, The Reaping, The Messengers, Wreck, 28 Weeks Later, 30 Days of Night, Rogue, Primeval, we had two alligator killer movies that same year, <laughs> and the Hitcher remake. Almost that's all a, of those are original movies, too. That's a pretty when the fuck fucking was Dawn good list. of the Dead, then? Was that not? That was 04? Oh, 04, oh, yeah. maybe. Was it? I feel like it was 04. Yeah, because yeah. like, the remake craze was also happening here this time. 
Right, but this year is surprisingly diverse. Like, That's I cannot a believe really good list of movies. They're like the studios were literally just like just trying everything, hoping to catch whatever was going to be the next trend. And it's funny that they're like they're trying everything here. You know, like I said, they're trying Stephen King adaptations with The Mist. They're trying like you know um, we, get ne- we get Paranormal Activity, which branches off into say, its own big. But thing. then Paranormal Activity busts through the fucking saloon doors and says, "Get out, bitches!" And then <laughs> that becomes the next trend. Like. The studios are throwing all the money at these big movies, and this fucking $25,000 indie picture comes in and just says, fuck y'all, and completely changes course. Well, Saw had done that beforehand, right? Because Saw was... Uh, I think one of those movies that was made for like three million and made mm-hmm. like a hundred and something, and they're yeah. like, "This is how you make movies. You barely mm-hmm. put any." I mean, Jason Blum got his ideas, I think, off of think the so, success yeah. of those. But I mean, this time in horror, you know, like the, the the amount of stuff that was coming out in the '90s, and we were talking off mic. It's mm-hmm. like to me, it started in '99, right? Mm-hmm. Like because mm-hmm. the '90s. I mean, I've said it before. It was shit for horror. Like after the '80s, like it went to crap. Yeah, and then. 99 with Blair Witch and uh, and uh, uh, Stir of Echoes and oh, Sixth yes, Sense and, you know, that kind of stuff. And it started it until you got to The Ring and then you got to the, the J-Horror right. stuff. Was all and that was a big thing. French extremism was mm-hmm. all starting to take place True. in that era. And yeah, and this is like, like caught the wave of like, we got to compete with them to do horror. and yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is a really weird like tipping point in 2007 because, like I said, the torture porn slowing down. French extremism is about to take off really sharply, but then also die off really quickly. Well, when, yeah. was, when was high tension though? That was earlier, right? Uh, the- high tension, I think, was two thousand six, and then I think so. I Let me double check that. I would have pegged yeah, that for like oh three or I something. I was going to say oh five. Um, but Funny Games was this year, and that and it's te- te- not technically a French extremist film, but it's considered very part You're of that the genre. Remake. The remake of Funny Games was high tension. Yeah, oh three because oh three was Inside like- was this year too. Well, Inside was, was two thousand seven. So. And Devil's Rejects was like 05, right? Mm-hmm. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake that kicked off the remakes, was like 03. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Juwan and all that. It's like all that stuff. Yeah. This is an interesting time. It in is. Very. When, when they got like really brutal, I think all that's a response to like uh, the 90s not no, being brutal. I it think was like that whole September 11th thing. It was a response the, to like finding out all the torturing we did of people yeah, at Abu Ghraib, uh, I think. Well, and the, Islam, the beheadings <laughs> Guantanamo, of people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hostile, basically. Like, we have to, to keep up with the news, they, yeah. basically. Is, well, is there was. So it's like, I mean, as movies are a, kind a, reflection, of a reflection of the of period, time, yeah, yeah. There we are at the time. I guess yeah. that's where your headspace was. Right. If, we, we're, if we're going to be really horrified, we need to keep up with the news. I mean, like, that is, like, this is where we're at. This is the level. Of the world right now. I think it's a comparison thing. So our movies need to reflect that. Yeah. I think it's a comparison thing, too, where it's like, uh, like, wow, real world's really horrible. And, Mm. like, you go watch a movie and you're like, well, at least it's not that bad sort of thing. (laughs) But it's that boot camp for the psyche thing. Like, I don't want to see Daniel Pearl get beheaded. But, like, for some reason, I'll go see uh, somebody strap a big contraption onto a guy's head that'll rip his jaws jaws off well that's the thing that's why we watch horror movies because we're just like the horrors we need to be prepared for the horrors of the world yeah Mm -hmm. so i need to see it fantastically done to be like Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. there it is i've seen it i'm prepared and now i'm desensitized for the rest of the (laughs) shit that goes on so i can deal with my life and not go nuts but not only like fantastically done but also usually devoid of context you know Mm. like horror movies have like minimal context, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not couched in all of this like political conflict usually. At least not in this time. Mm. I would say. I think now it's different. 
Well, no, I mean, it's always yeah, it's, it's, it's always, always it's, political, but it's it feels always, like it's like subconsciously. But it's not always think, at like, the overt. forefront. Yeah, it's not, it's not overt. Always, yeah, 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 yeah. And now it is. I feel like now it's almost always over. Like the the hunt or the right. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. we're yeah, we are we're more over in the face but with the themes. That's the thing. Yeah. Like we have lost, I think, in some ways, the ability <laughs> to do like subtlety. Like there's the new what's his name Taika Waititi movie about Hitler. Taika jo- Waititi, yeah. yeah, Jojo Rabbit, Jojo Rabbit yeah. and like they have to say in the the ads, like it's a satire. Like we wouldn't get that otherwise. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta be bl- uh, blunt. And right. There are dumb people out there. So right. well, I mean, we're also you know? getting to the point where we're just like, ah, we're not. We might. We're getting. Uh, this might offend viewers of Disney. I'm just like, are Disney viewers Nazis? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, we're really just like, we gotta explain things to everybody yeah, at yeah. this point. Like, yeah, you understand. Well, here's but I think, the thing. and that's the thing too. It's like so. Once we moved out of, uh, you know, I mean, like the, the the paranormal activity movie did obviously start up the it whole was a disruptor found footage uh, genre, yeah. but also the ghost movie. And like, have we talked about this before? Like, what is the ghost movie? Like, we've been stuck in that still to this day. The Annabelle movies, we'll never Curse shake of it. La Llorona, you know, just came out yeah. this year. Like, what? It's the uh, but. But I don't know. Somehow, nobody, instead I think of now, nobody's going to see them. But people used to go, I guess this is the thing, like the, the other movies were about kind of misadventure. You went out and something happened, and then right. it's like, no, now we all retreat to our homes. Nobody right. leaves And now home. it's coming so from you. the ghost comes yes. into the home. Right. You know, the home. All it's, home invasion it's movies. All, yeah, you're right. Way. It's all yep. home invasion. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, trying to, like, where's the safe place? It's not safe anymore. Yeah, it's not safe anywhere. Right. And then it used to be the home. At least you could move. But not after Insidious. Now the thing is, like. Right. Well, look at the world. Well, paranormal activity, too. Yeah, they said that it's, the it's her. It's not the house. To. Yeah, but look at the world that's reflecting right now because we're. Uh, uh, I mean, everyone's afraid of like outside invaders, quote unquote, at this point, and so they think well, everyone thinks they're safe. In, at least I have my home. I'm safe in my home, and so what do we do? Yeah, we fucking horror, invade yeah. your fucking home yeah. with ghosts. Actual killers, what have you, but that is the thing. Yeah. Like, we're coming in. Even into your the home, new Halloween had a little bit safe. of that. He's yeah. Yeah. Home, well, oh, yeah. I guess he's always been a home invader. He's always been a home invader. He's always been why, walking the streets yeah. of your neighborhood. But maybe why, that's why a Halloween sequel at this point in time can actually be like a mainstream release, is because yeah. it taps into that same. Right. Uh, there is. Right. Well, you know, that is anxiety. Right. There is that. There are certain anxieties that I think are uh, constant. Mm-hmm. And to have someone who's just walking in your neighborhood who could just walk into your house and mm-hmm. kill you will always be a thing. Yeah. That's, that's why a, The Strangers is one of the scariest movies ever made. I mean, that's yeah. uh, true. It's, it's just it's disconcerting. You know, when you way. picked Vacancy, actually, like uh, The Strangers is the first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. What year was that? I believe that was, I want to say 2005. I'm going to double check real quick, though. Yeah, because okay. it took a long time for them to make a Which, sequel to that strangely, movie. Yeah. yeah, that actually, Strangers Pray at Night, not a bad movie. Wait, so, who's so in you. that? It's not uh, Luke Nobody. Wilson. I don't know. No, the lead guy is, uh, I'm blanking on it. The Strangers it, was 2008. It was after this, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but there was a, there was a French movie called Them, which is extremely str- similar to The Strangers in some ways mm. that I think came out like, Either around the same time or like a year before. I mean, this is in the zeitgeist Scott, at this point in time. Scott Speedman. Scott Speedman. That's, Thank you. That's yeah, it. Yeah, Str- I was going to say, yeah. Scott Speedman. That's no, no, no. And Liv Tyler. In the first he's one. in the first one. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the first and one. And Glenn Howard yeah. is in the first one, too, from what's always Is it Glenn Howard in the first yeah. one? Yeah. Oh. He's the brother that could. Skip ahead if you. Oh, you haven't seen the strangers. No, no, in a while is what I meant. If you haven't seen the strangers, hit your 30 second head butt ramp. Sure. He's the brother that gets shot in the head. I don't remember that. I haven't it, seen There's like a major a point of that movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I don't time. remember that. Oh I don't remember okay, that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, you can stop skipping now. So, 
vacancy, right, yes. also plays into another. Is this a subgenre? Who's in vacancy? We haven't even said at this point. Kate Beckinsale and Luke Wilson. And Celine Frank Whaley. Whaley. Celine from the Underworld movies. I love her. Yes. You do love her. You got a thing, you got a thing for that. I think that. she's good. I like it's, her. It's just like Underworld Resident Evil. That's where Colin mm. lives in his... No matter how bad they are, you still keep seeing That's them. That's right. You will keep seeing them. Yep, and they're terrible. But I go see them every yeah, time. Yeah, I haven't. Come seen, I don't think I've seen a one. I think of they're those, done now. The, oh, yeah, really? No, okay. I haven't seen. I've okay. not. I have okay. not from front what? to back. I have not seen an All right, so movie. there you go. We have found my critters too, or whatever the <laughs> fuck. We're like, yeah, I've seen every underworld movie. There you go. All right, that's fair. Um, <laughs> the and Resident Evil. Those are the um, uh, yeah, yeah. So this uh, this also has is there well a subgenre of a subgenre the motel movie. I think so. The Motel Hell. What are the movie? other ones? Psycho. Psycho. Okay. Motel Hell. I don't think that counts. Uh, I don't think that counts. Is that a farm movie? Different. It's more is that of a, a gardening it is, movie? It's more of a butcher and farm movie than it is about, a motel yeah, movie. Yeah, because nobody ever ends Identity. up in a room in that exactly. movie. Exactly. Yeah. Identity? Identity is definitely yeah. a hotel movie. Uh, Absolutely. The Devil's Rejects? That feels like a hotel movie. Sort of. Joyride? Rubber. Rubber. rubber, rubber. That kind of feels kind like a hotel of. movie. Wait, but is that from 2007 or whatever? I mean, no. like Devil's that's Rejects, is like 05. Uh, but the, I think Devil's Rejects get, gets into that. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of movies in this time. But there's it feels always like that thing. Just like, like, oh, we broke down. We have to go to this fucking yeah. strange hotel. The Hitcher. They remade the Hitcher. that. Right? Joyride. Like, yeah, with Sean Bean. Earlier, Sean Bean is the Hitcher in the remake. Yeah, yes. Even I watched it. But it came out like 06, something like that. That was the same year. 07. Okay, it's on my list. Yeah. It's on my list because I was like... Something about, like, being a like concentration the, of these movies. Yeah. Motel horrors. And it's always, like, the like the desert, too. You know? Always. Like, always. It's always There's the never desert. driving through Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, I don't need to stop with this. <laughs> Motel 6? Yeah. And just hang out. You always have to feel desolate and, and right. alone. Right. Well, yeah, you have to be uh, you have to be cut off from the rest like, of the world. But like cornfields are scary too. You they know? are. In fact, because you don't say, know what's in them. I would say more so. Because if think you can so just too. see for distances, I'm like, well, I can see that dude coming with a knife. Yeah. He's, he's over there in the cornfield. Well, the cornfield like, guy. Anything nothing. can be. It, well, and we all, as we all know, uh, being people who live near cornfields, is that like. When, once the we're corn, in a cornfield right now. We're, I don't know if you know this. we're live from a cornfield. We're live from a cornfield. <laughs> um, when you get to like when the corn gets to a certain height and you pull up to intersections, you cannot see around it, and you're yeah. just pulling onto an intersection blind, hoping oh, yeah. you're going to make it. And if a deer comes out when you're driving down with this like high corn on both sides, good luck. Yeah, good no. luck. Man. Oh yeah, we take our lives yeah. in our own hands. You a can lot. see like where the deer have come out when yep. you're driving by yeah. those because they're like the corn stalks are always like uh, down mm-hmm. in the road. You're like. Huh. I know now it sounds like we're out in the country, but there's country basically surrounding us. Yeah. As soon as it, you I'm, go, like, yeah, it's, right outside. Again, yeah. it's Illinois. Like, if I walk 20 feet, I'm going to be like, oh, shit, <laughs> I could pluck a corn. I mean, to, I mean, we live in a city and there's cornfields within our city right. property. So, yeah, know. people clear Which their backyards and, yeah. and grow yeah. corn. Yeah. There's like certain little pockets here and there. It was like, huh. There's there like are a Colin, block of corn. Colin, there are wild turkeys outside your yard yeah. right <laughs> now. They kind of run this neighborhood. Yeah, well, they, they're yeah, always around here. They're oh. always there's like and there's like it's like thirty of them. There's a are lot, a lot, and they're, they're, they're they freak me out a little bit. Almost many times, I have not hit them. Almost hit them many that times. Sounds like that was almost a confession. That was almost a confession. <laughs> I was gonna say, why is there twenty? I've been this driving week? in traffic a lot and been like turkey, turkey, turkey. Yeah. So, so they're around. So vacancy. The, the so vacancy. The other subgenre. There are no turkeys. Well, yeah. the idea that uh, so this is what this also plays into is probably probably part of the thing. At that time, obviously, Saw is a big part of this. But the idea is that there are sadistic people out there, 
right? Mm. They look like normal people to you and me. Yep. But what they really want to do is play a game, yep. a sadistic fucking game with uh, you, right? This is mm-hmm. the horror of these movies that you are going to have your freedoms taken away from you uh, by somebody who locks you in a fucking room and then has their way with you in some way, shape, or form. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather it's awful. Die. Yeah, it is. Uh, but this is yikes. this is the anxiety that I'm talking this about. Is, this, this is, 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 this is why you make time. a movie like yep. this. Yeah. But it this, works on me. It yeah. usually comes from that uh, point of, because uh, I always wonder if this is like a hand down somehow of like Hannibal Lecter, the, the intelligent uh, uh, villain who has figured out like every, when you, when you think of something, a way to escape, they've already thought of that. You want to go out the window? They already they know you're going to be out the window, and that's where they're waiting for you. I think this is a more. I think it's a simpler setting that they're put in because there's not. I don't find them that intelligent. Yes, they figured out that they can do this. Well, I'm but saying as a genre, this movie maybe sure. is aware of this, these yeah. tropes, and playing with them. Okay. I think so. I I think that like in the world of this movie, these characters have nothing but time to, nothing to but time. think about how to do this. Nothing and but time. you can like, as Luke Wilson points out, like they've learned from the previous mistakes. So they keep getting better. The more they do it. Yeah. All right. So what's the setup within of this their, movie? Within what are we talking about? There's still tunnels. Yeah. under. under um, Luke Wilson shit. and Kate Beckinsale are a separated couple coming back from her parents' wedding anniversary, yeah. which apparently was a really long drive. Cause they said they've been driving for three hours and still had a ways to go. Yikes. That's, yeah, that's way that's too long. I'd be like, fly. Good job, Mom and Dad. <laughs> this is me calling you saying, Congratulations. I'll I'm not driving you. four hours <laughs> yeah. to yeah. do this. And or if not, we're flying. They're dysfunctional yeah. because they have lost a child. This mm-hmm. is some kind child. of a character, a little sprinkling of seasoning because yes. it really doesn't matter at all. Well, it's something that divides them, right? Because right? she feels guilty about it and blames herself. And uh, right. like it's something that that's keeping up. them apart. Yeah, it's a wedge between them. Yes. So, um, they they almost hit a raccoon. They pull over to get it fixed at a gas station. Ethan Embry offers to fix it, says it's just a bent fan and they should be fine. Gives them some sketchy directions. They end up breaking right. down again. All right, let's get back to the sketchy directions. Yeah. Because based on what he tells them, I'd be like, all right, what is the city you said? I could just go 20 miles this way and hit? <laughs> yeah. Because that's bullshit. I'm just like... I. I I would not be able to find whatever you said. Like, go on here till you hit a, a, a grove of trees. Yeah. Where are you right now? Well, You're you, going to be able to, oh, that's a grove. You go on this road and you keep going. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit grove this, of you trees turn right. Left, and then and when you hit right, that, yeah. when you turn left. No, fuck yeah. that. No, just this give me the town. This is what navigation was like before GPS, In 2007. Sean. In 2000, they didn't. They had the Tom Tom. Like you the, had the, yeah, the device. separate device. Yeah, yeah. Or the but it worked. Was, yeah. <laughs> the what was the other one? It was the Tom Tom and the Giffen or Griffin or was it? Yeah, the Garvin. The Garvin. Yes. You remember when people thought it was like the coolest thing where you could pay to have like Hulk Hogan or like Stallone or Darth Vader to basically do shit? Yeah. And you got uh, you got Homer Simpson. Yeah. I think I had that one. And if you took her on turn, Darth Vader went. No. <laughs> I hope you're joking. <laughs> I am. Thanks. If I remember, I, I, I made that joke eight years ago to someone. So I was just. Oh, I'm glad you've been hanging out. on to it. Yeah, I know. I've been hanging on to that one because that's a good joke. <laughs> Reliving the darkest moment uh, of my yes. uh, later years. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. Ethan Embry basically, because this is the thing. Like when you go, we've seen enough of these movies yep. that we know that dude's up to shady shit. He's like, yeah. yeah, I'll fix your car, but he's actually fucking the car up because yeah. you're not going very far, and you're gonna have to like car's gonna break down. You're gonna have to walk yeah. back. No, we know what's gonna happen. Yeah, 
So uh, they have to come back and to the because it's a gas station and a, ho- a motel, yeah, mm-hmm. run by Frank Wally, right? Wh- Whaley. Whaley? Wally, Whaley. Well, all right. I've always said Whaley. Yeah, the star of the Doors, the star of Swimming with Sharks. Oh yeah, I saw that movie it's with a good movie. Uh, Kevin Spacey. The Nightmare. The, That's like you well, never yeah. want to actually get God into the movie it. business. I can't. Can I enjoy wait, fucking Swimming with Sharks anymore? Because of fucking Kevin Spacey. God damn it. Yeah, you can still watch <laughs> movies that Kevin Spacey was in. Yeah, it's still. A he's good never going to be in any more movies. Yeah, no, exactly. he won't. But yeah. he's, so you might as well enjoy. <laughs> he's he's a know. fucking asshole in that movie, so you could just fucking hate him. Oh, yeah. he's great. I'm definitely going to watch Baby Driver again. True. There you go. He does get uh, hit with a car in that movie. Yeah, die, I, he's so not a good fine. guy in that's that fine. movie either. So good. So any movie you can just yeah. take out your hatred at Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey. Yeah, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. The uh, but he runs it. Frank really did a lot of shit. And he looks skeevy as hell in this movie. Yeah, give him mm-hmm. a little a thin mustache and some like older glasses. Long greasy hair too. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Ugh. Well, when they wander into the office to to rent a room for the night, there's the sound of screaming coming from the back room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which he plays off as, oh yeah, I was just uh, watching some TV. I'm watching a horror movie, yeah. But it totally doesn't sound like nope. that. It sounds nope. like somebody's getting murdered in the back room. Like right in, right on the other side of the door. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it's really close. Yeah. So this couple ends up spending the night at this hotel. I'll go sleep in the car. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'd, I'd much rather sleep in the car. I would rather sleep in the car. I know there were several moments, and this is always the thing that these movies, this, this is what happens. Yep. Yeah. This is why you watch them. You so you sit can go, there, no! Yeah. You say, like, right? Like, I wouldn't make that decision. Right. I would make this decision. Right. You should be doing this right now and whatever. And this hypothetical, because this is what it is, right? Right. Boot camp for the time. To be fair, they went to the hotel with the intention of getting their car fixed again, not staying there. True. Mm-hmm. They, I will say, to this movie's credit, the characters, for the most part, do make really smart choices and don't do the dumb, obvious things. Well, at least, you know, Kate Beckins jail. Dale's pointing it out, like, no, we should leave. You know, just yeah. to walk in, they're screaming, like, She's, no, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Dude doesn't know we're here yet. We shouldn't leave. Yeah. That's probably the right move. Um, yeah. But no, they end up taking a, uh, a room for the night. Okay, so this is the thing where this movie kind of... Uh, so basically, at this point, we've got your kind of standard thriller setup, mm-hmm. right? You got people staying in a room. We know that, I mean, just because of the movie that we're in, right. we know that they're going to be in danger. But this is all set up. There's the dread of something, you know, kind of building. But in the room, they discover a bunch of videotapes. Mm-hmm. Right? Unmarked VHS. Always yeah. a dangerous game. I, I have a friend of mine that likes to go to Goodwill and like Salvation Army, what, what have you, and buy people's like like home recorded VHS really? tapes. Yes. He calls it, well, he calls it, t- well, because usually it's like an episode of TV and it's got like the old commercials on right, it. And yeah. like he'll take the old commercials and upload them to YouTube and stuff. And that's probably how you've seen old commercials. Sure. Um, I tell him he is playing a very dangerous game because someday it is going to not be an episode of Wings. It's going to be homemade porn or something you don't want to see. All right. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but that is what your friend is looking for. I Like, that is exactly what that be. friend wants to find. It could be. Because or are you projecting right now, Sean? I would love... <laughs> no. I would love to find that shit. <laughs> okay. That would be great because that is a window into the past that you don't get anywhere else. I think that's why he does it in general is to get a window into the past, no because, matter what it is. No matter what it is, yeah. because you could if you could find some weird shit, I'd be all for that. It's that kind yeah, of oh yeah. Uh, then you're the this Indiana is what people Jones were like of, back. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. discovering yeah. things. You're just like, look what I found. Yeah. You could share with. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he, I might start doing that. He like 
I told him he idea. needs to like calculate like a percentage of how often the label is accurate to what's on there. Like he needs to take a catalog of everything he has and see if it matches up with the label and see what the ratio is. <laughs> I'm really curious of how because like I don't. I mean, my dad was like a meticulous VHS labeler, so oh, yeah. like so it was, was like, always right. It was like I could fit four like ninety oh, minute yeah. movies on mm-hmm. those fucking yeah. things too. Oh, yeah. yeah, so like I I never <laughs> yeah, had I that got problem. This super long but... play set on this mm-hmm. thing, so yep. I get every movie. Oh, yeah. in there. Well, you had to figure like what movie can I dub right here because how much time do I have? left based on the running time of yep. these movies yes mm-hmm. oh yeah it was terrible yeah that yeah. was a math had to be done you had to do math back in the day <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. not these days when you're just kind of like yeah it'll fit on the hard drive you had to like sit down and figure out oh i only have this much tape space well like torrents don't come with commercials no like i've never downloaded a torrent that had commercials on it right ever. Uh, yeah you know the closest i get is I, I work with movies at work and sometimes they come with commercials attached to them which is, you know, oldie uh, oldie commercials. Uh, they're they're all new commercials, but with old ideas like the help I fall in and I can't get up. Yeah. Always part of these uh-huh. movies every single time. Uh. It's like you'll spend hours on your floor in discomfort. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus. They know who their audience is. They I really guess. do. Yeah. There it is. Um, so this is the whole setup, right? They're going to be in here. But then this is the wrinkle. That, and this is I assume this is the because you, you go like, well, who thought? of setting a movie in a hotel where like there's crazy killers killing people who come in off the highway. They're like, it feels like that's been done before. What's the new wrinkle? The thing, the idea that somebody came up with was like, they stayed somewhere. Right. And maybe the place had a VHS player. They're like, this is fucked up. And like, what would be the craziest thing I could see there? What if there was like a snuff film on the, on the tape? And what if it took place in the room that I'm in? Yeah. Or it may come down to the basic idea of like, you know, we, this place out in the middle of nowhere. What if they're watching us? Mm-hmm. What if we just show up at this place and they're just they're just watching us the whole time? Mm-hmm. And then you, I think you extrapolate from that, and you just your imagination goes wild, and you're like, "Why did they fucking kill us?" <laughs> yeah. Which is what I think in every like. If I were to come across a place like this, I'd be like, "What if they just decided to kill us here?" Like you start thinking about who knows I'm here. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, yeah, what, how what, if I would just disappear right now? Would anybody know where I was? Like your mind just goes wild in these situations. Well, if you think about the logistics of that in this movie, do you mm. know how long it's going to take for anyone that knows them to find yeah, where they no. are? Yeah. Because they're, they're off done. course of where they were supposed to be, yep. and the cell phone's been destroyed. So, like, yeah, this is a forty-eight hours episode ready, waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows where they are. Yeah. It's done, and yeah. they don't have a way of finding them either. No. They're going to find at best. They're going to find their car on the side of the road, but yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, maybe. Well, where did they go? Well, I mean, eventually you'd go to the hotel and probably ask around. But uh, the the gist of this movie, right, is that the the uh, Frank Whaley and uh, Ethan Embry and one other dude who I don't think we ever actually see a good no, look really. at what I think he, he looks dies at. masked, but they, they, so they lure people in. So basically they're set up to just wait for people to wander off the fucking highway because no one comes on this road as yeah. evidenced by this movie where time goes by. And uh, these two are the only pair that we see traveling. On you ever this think road. they just, Rent a room to someone? No. 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 no because they always die? I Every think, time they're doing it for, yeah. I think so, because, like, but if you, that's a good way to cover their tracks, though, right? Because if they've got, like, ten rooms of people that they're torturing and, like, killing every night, that's, like, going to put way more of a spotlight on them, you yeah. know? Versus, like, one couple But this is also, two. like, well, what's I'm thinking? Know, what if they get, like, three people who end up there one night? Do they just hmm. rent the rooms and let it go? Maybe. Because probably. there's too many people? I, I think they would. Yeah. I think Maybe. they wait. Until they get yeah. there's only three One. of them, right? Yeah, what are they gonna do? Yeah, 
But the thing about this is, is this is also like an ode to entrepreneurism, right? Because you go like, are they are they sick fuckers who just want to kill everybody because it's fun? No, no, they're killing people because it's a business and this is how they're actually making their living because at some point a truck driver shows up sure. and we're like, oh, maybe this is the guy who's going to get him out of it. Mm-hmm. But turns out he's there to pick up a box, mm-hmm. a box of VHS tapes from of Frank Bailey. Yeah. Snuff this film. is a yeah. movie studio. Yeah, it's it really is. Yeah, it really it's is. It's a snuff movie studio, but uh-huh. it's still a, it's a yeah. studio. All right, they're, kids they're at home. You think there's some porn mixed in there? I there think has so. to be. I think there's well, got to be. part of I the think, snuff, I think right? Yeah. I, guess, well, I think yeah. so. I think it's part of. Well, also just like because you have the cameras on the room, you film them doing whatever, then right. you bust then you in later them. and yeah. you kill them. So that's got to be part of. Because he's got a fucking switcher. Because I was asking about this earlier in the movie, like because you're you're a television person to the death. It's got switched camera angles. It's not just one camera angle because. That'd be right. boring. You gotta have like no, you, you gotta know. go around. Yeah. Well, you don't want them to be able to get in a corner and you can't see anything. So yeah. there's cameras hidden in the, the air ducts. There's cameras hidden everywhere. Now I will say, uh, cameras hidden in air ducts. Not one of those um, uh, angles or, or or the footage had the uh, great lines in front of it. Well, because you focus far enough out. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think your shit was that good back in 2007. <laughs> I think there would have been some great <laughs> angles in front of that. Just saying, if we if we were in the just the. The, the burgeoning uh, smartphone era, yeah. I think there's going to be some greats. Well, now they got fucking cameras so small that right. you can't even see them. But back then, they were full on. Like, yeah. You know. Fucking camera. Did you yeah. guys find it extra disturbing how, like, the lens, like, adjusted when he was looking at it? Yeah. That bothered me because I was like, oh, that shit's live. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, and it's like, not only is it live, someone's sitting at the other end looking someone's at looking you through it, it yeah. right now. Like. As soon as he saw that, it'd be like, mm, nope. The little details like that, I think, are nice. He found one movie. camera and didn't freak out. And then he found, like, three other ones. I'm just like, nah. Well, no. he freaks out when he sees, you know, because that's the, the growing horror. Yes. Is that they realize that the what they're watching on the tapes is taking place in the room that they're in. And then it's like, so then it's a, only a moment. or a, You know, like, at some point, they're coming into this room. Yeah. I, I almost wonder if if this was thought of, but they cut it or whatever, like I kind of expected them to channel flip and land on a live feed of their room. I, I thought that happened. Like the I, last right? time I that's saw it, I, like, I, I remember them movie. like looking at the thing going, like, like, oh my wait, God, that's us. I felt like that was in a trailer or something. Was maybe it? it was maybe or a different know. movie. That, or something, <laughs> like, something. It definitely maybe has it was happened vacancy before. Two. Maybe yeah. it was a different movie. It definitely has. happened. I know before. I've seen that before. Right. right? You know, yeah, yeah. it's happened. Where it's the snuff room, the kill room, yeah. and then all of a sudden the camera switches to like the yeah. yeah. What is that movie, listener? Yeah, I know I've seen know, it. It has. It's happened. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee it's happened. Yeah. Um. So then it becomes like you know we're waiting for these guys in masks to show up, and then it's a survival thing where you know we have to outwit them. So here's where I was kind of um concerned about where this was going. The um the idea that they're able to see these tapes right and so this gives them a foreshadowing a warning of what's about to happen where all the snuff videos that they watch of which there i think there was uh nine people credited as snuff actors yeah in this movie which is a bigger uh amount of the cast than the actual actual (laughs) actors in the movie um all seem to be taken completely by surprise by uh the event so is is this an accident that they're in the honeymoon suite with all the know, tapes even, there? Even if I did watch it on 
TV before it happened, people bursting into the room to try and kill me would also still elicit the reaction I well, saw. Well, yeah, on those but tapes. this is that kind of see. This is the thing. Like if 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 I'm the killer and I put you in a room right. with the do tape, do you want there, them to see it? This is part of that I, game. I think it's. Thing. I think it escalates with with each victim. You know, I think sometimes they add in new things like that and right. kind of I, yeah, develop sure, it as they go I along. Wanna, I agree. I, I want to watch the escalation of your fear yeah. before yeah. I they kill get you. Off because, on that yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure it doesn't happen all the time, but I'm sure sometimes they're like, yeah, put some tapes in there. Let's yeah. see what they do. I wonder if they kind of be like, ooh, these people are going to be a challenge. Let's really fuck with them. Right. Like, you Also know. because they haven't had a problem up until this point, I don't mm-hmm. think. It doesn't feel like. Like I think they've been pretty successful up till this point. Well, it because, seems like they overpowered those other people pretty easily. Yeah, but yeah. It, it always because that's what I was wondering if if Luke Wilson and Kate Beckinsale, if this is the first time that someone is aware that someone's coming for them. I think the so. The other one just seems to be like Maybe. And then dudes pop out of the fucking woodwork yeah. mm-hmm. and start brutalizing them in the room. My little eye, a movie where the whole house is rigged. That was like a streaming uh, mm-hmm. thing, right? They had cameras all over the house and they were gonna kill mm-hmm. people in it. Yeah. Because you had the audience like was like paying money to get on the streaming site or whatever. I mean, this is just the whole like Halloween like, resurrection. Yeah, oh, right. God. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Where does this idea come from? Like, what yeah. the idea that like there uh, are? It's all voyeurism. We all like to yeah, watch, right? But something we all like for to watch. Something. Voyeurism, where Americans are watching other Americans kill each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're gonna pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have been, we get those Did this just come around in the 2000s, or has that like always been there? In I the think it came to the surface some, in the 2000s. I think we all, like we're all made aware of it in the 2000s. Death Race 2000. There you go, sure. right? That was the whole... No, but, there's, yeah. but there's the idea in there that people are watching, and mm-hmm. I think there is a very, like... Uh, let's yeah, say that was a TV let's, show. Let's say it become way more commercialized yeah. in this era the than Hunger it Games, ever has that was is... before. I mean, but then we it gets... Yeah, yeah it comes to fruition and things like that. Yeah. The Hunger Games is a trilogy watching. built on voyeurism. Yeah. Like. But I think that's it's always been a thing because because it's something you don't get to see normally. Mm-hmm. And that is always intriguing to whether people want to admit it or not, that is always intriguing to see something you've never seen before. Yeah, that's why Faces of Death had Faces like of five death. volumes or whatever. Faces of Death you know? has got all, all those and why people would, uh, like myself and my dad, would rent those from the fucking <laughs> video store and be like, this sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's rent this. That's that's why you. That's why people make that stuff because they're just like, ah, I, I find this interesting. Other people have to. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. tap into that and there you go. People want to watch, Colin. I know. I, I yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I suppose that uh, you know that they they used to do the um, like the the Mondo movies where the kind of you know we would go somewhere and see like real animals being killed or some strange oh, rituals. Did, in, you you know, no, I never saw these, but this was like a, a thing in the what was it the early early seventies, really? and then that kind of gave way to. Uh, I mean, what was your other like uh, you know the idea of watching. Um, it's getting you closer to death in some way, right? Yeah, oh but yeah. but the idea, I guess, it's what, a, it's a preparation the, the as well to thing avoid death is because that was like we're gonna go and observe like uh, something where this happens, right? We're just gonna be right. cameramen there, but now it's like we're actually participating in it. We're uh, paying for the experience of either paying for just to see how it turns out, yeah, you know. Uh, putting people in a situation where they have to kill themselves. And we're always watching or they have to escape the room and there's, you know, traps in it or whatever. Yeah. It does seem like this formula is being used an awful lot. <laughs> yeah. Because At this time, especially. It'll always be intriguing. Yeah. It'll always be intriguing. That's mm-hmm. one that'll always come back around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Well, the, um, so what, what, what happens once they get, uh, 
all set up and the, the masked guys are coming in at them. They try, like, Luke Wilson tries to hold the door. Kate Beckinsale tries to, like, It's a lot of knocking. The- this is uh, This is a disturbing part for me. The what, knocking, the knocking on the doors, yeah, because it's like it's it's like police knocking. It, it's it's <laughs> this would freak me the fuck out if I was just in a room and people were because they have an, the adjoining door that right. adjoins the rooms that's and just loud pounding. banging, knocking mm-hmm. on the doors back and forth for this is a good like seven to ten minutes of this movie mm-hmm. and it's just uh, something I would just it'd be like, nope, I'm done. Well, and then there's the phone will ring, someone will bang on the door, and just constant loop of that, trying to get you caught off guard. That stuff bugs me. The movie's trying to set up all of these sequences, right, where it's like, uh, it's just trying to build this this tension. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, so we are kind of caught. Well, I guess it goes back to what we were saying earlier. It is putting you in that position where you have to decide, are the characters making the decisions, decisions that you, the yeah. decisions you what do you think there okay so how does this movie score on that uh on that pretty high i would say yeah yeah i think i think for the most part they do good. really well um if i it's especially considering watching, other horror movies they do very well compared right. to other movies. watching the movie i guess it is it's not too long before they see like fine cameras and vents and mm-hmm. where they decide that they need to leave mm-hmm. but i i feel like if they had figured it out sooner they would have done the same thing and gone out and run into the people like they did. Mm-hmm. So I think they were damned no matter what they did. But, that, well, that's what Luke Luke Wilson even says that. He says, well, if we run outside right now, they're expecting us and they're going to catch us. Like, yeah. yeah but, I like the fact that he's trying to outthink them. Yeah. You know what else I appreciated? The soundtrack on this movie, not so much uh, the score, which sound the opening titles, right, seem like it's uh, going for a, a, a 1950s Alfred Hitchcock thing. It really does. It's trying to be a Saul Bass intro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. it's After Effects or whatever, so it's yeah. that, that title sequence that like pretty much anybody can do now. But, yeah, it's uh, the in, kinetic typography, and yeah. you're just going through all of it, yeah. In 2007, that was a new thing. And the music yes. sounds like this is going to be like uh, North by Northwest. It by, does, uh, yeah. Like Panic Room or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's not. Yeah, but... Uh, they no, got lofty with those titles. Right. What was I going for here? It wasn't the titles. It was the feeling of the... Uh, uh, I lost it. Lost it. I forgot what I was feeling about. of what they set up versus what they were delivering. The score, the soundtrack. The, the score, we were talking about soundtrack. that. The soundtrack, yes. not the score. Talking about the the breathing. Uh, Luke Wilson's breathing caught on camera. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something about that uh, the quick draw of air. Because he sounds like he's terrified out of his mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and so he's kind of... <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. you can really hear it amplified on the soundtrack album yeah. or the album, the the soundtrack. And that kind of aids you in this kind of feeling of anxiety. I, Kate Beckinsale is pretty much, even though she's scared, she was cooler, right. you know, than he was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that kind of like he amps was, up your anxiety factor hearing that kind of uh, that breathing. Yeah. You know? He was breathing and sweating a lot. In this yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to but figure out like what you know, I'm trying to outthink. Right, like, he what really is. Doing? He goes into like we got to figure this. Problem yeah, we got to watch yeah. the tapes. These snuff film tapes. By the way, kids at home, uh, snuff films, bad idea because you are on camera committing. It's evidence. Uh, yeah, it's evidence. <laughs> that's, the, it's that's why nobody. That's why it's a, Wow, I'm glad we're giving the basics of like, hey, snuff films are bad. Well, because people think also that you're snuff films people. are real, uh, but snuff films are basically an urban legend for yeah. this very reason. That You know, it's like, you know, well, unless you're an idiot out there. There were masks, Colin. Yeah. No one could figure that out. Like the machine. <laughs> the machine, he never takes his mask off. He did, though, in the movie, in the script, he did. Eight millimeter. There you go. Uh, so, digression. 
Yeah. 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 So, so they're um, pounding on the door, trying to get in. Luke Wilson's holding the door, telling Kate Beckinsale to go check the bathroom window. It's nailed shut. This is like something I assume that like the people running the hotel like figured out at some point. Oh, people are getting out the bathroom window, nailed yeah. shut. Because well, like yeah, I said, it's an they, avenue of escape. Yeah, but like that, it's they seem to like well. you know. No, it's not. It's, it's very like obvious bent, too. Right, the bent nails. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, someone's gonna cut mm-hmm. this. It's very crudely that. done. Yeah. Yes. Um. I remember. I forget what I was gonna say. I well, they, what they, get, they find tunnels because somehow the guys are getting into the into right, the right because we the we room. do see like like just on the uh, edges of the screen like the the guys in the masks pop out like, of nowhere. They're, they're pop. They're in the bathroom. How they they're get not there? there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're yeah. gone again. Yep. Yeah, so they're showing up in little places yeah. all over the and place. And Luke like, Wilson stays up all night watching all the tapes to figure out where people went wrong and how right. they made mistakes, and that's how he figures out they're coming in from somewhere. From the bathroom. And he finds a trap door under the rug in the bathroom. I right. like the fact that the killers wait for him to actually make the, you know, like they're just watching, presumably. Well, he does cover allow up. Allow him to. He covered camera. up the ones he yeah, could but see. I would, if I was the killers, I'd go in at that point. Like, fuck them. And I'm bored. Because he said, like, they come in when they get bored or whatever. I would go in at that point, sure. fuck him up, because I can get in however I want, and sure. just like, boom. Mm-hmm. But no, they're, they're waiting until he can figure all this shit out. So there's a series of tunnels, which is this is the part of the movie I completely forgot about. Oh, honest. see, I, I remember. I totally forgot. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, the one thing that stuck out in my mind, because I remember being like, Friday the 13th, ripped uh, this off. That's yeah. what I they thought They ripped of. this yes. off. Yeah, when we were yeah, watching yeah. this, yeah. Jason's tunnels yeah. under the camp. Right. So the gas station, he just transferred the motel... And the motel office, which is the command center where the switcher is and all the uh, the, the, the little TV studio, right. are all connected by a trap door that leads, you know, through all these things. Tunnels. They do Tons of tunnels. That uh, it's kind of a cliche moment where uh, help does appear at some mm-hmm. point in the form of a police officer shows up. Well, first, a we very get, dopey police officer. First, we get, um, because like you mentioned earlier, we got the uh, uh, a trucker shows up and so there's like some indecision maybe like, he'll help us is he here to help us is he one of them there's always that like i don't know what's going on and it appears for a little bit that that trucker is there to help him because he's curious about what's going on and he walks over and then he gets interrupted by frank whaley who gives him the box of tapes that we said mm-hmm. and it's like oh no he's here to get his snuff films and then move on so he knows what's going on well and so there's that lingering doubt right. when the cop shows up well and the reason why they are so suspicious of who's in on it and who's not and can they trust anyone is because Luke Wilson escapes at some point to a phone booth to make a call to 911 and the phone booth is just rigged right back to the motel front desk yeah. and then a car comes at him while he's in the phone booth this was like the money shot in the trailer I remember was, this trailer yeah, I remember I rem- that. and even when I was like 17 and this came out I remember being like they sh- shouldn't have shown that in the trailer that would have been such a j- great been. jump scare like in the theater yeah, but everyone knew it was coming as soon as he stepped in that phone booth so yeah, you never see his like point of view seeing the headlights coming at him it's mm-hmm. just like he looks out and then jumps out boom yeah. car tears the thing apart right, which i think is better for it if we had not seen it in the trailer yeah exactly yeah, but i would agree but like now when you're watching the movie as soon as he steps in the phone booth you're like okay well that car is going to come through any minute Something's now gonna so happen, yeah I didn't remember that, Michaela. Oh, it was the moment in the trailer. I remember the because like it was such a like a oh shit moment that like it was the hotel desk that was on the other end of the phone, and then like they accent it with the uh, car coming through. So uh-huh, it was, uh-huh. that's how you sell it. One it's two the punch. Paranoia thriller. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no one to help you. You have to. It's self reliance. That's what this movie's yep. preaching. Mm-hmm. Self reliance, and there's nobody else out there. Mm-hmm. Well, except for that cop, but he's ineffectual. Authorities are ineffectual. Roll them. Because he lets, uh, well, there was a couple things. I'm like, you know, the whole idea of like, 
I called 911. How did they know to come here? Well, because 911, I when you pick up the phone and dial 911, they're like they are automatically they are automatically finding out where the hell you when are. When it sounds yeah. like it's ringing, they are able to that yeah. that's being recorded. And uh the cop lets the dude like walk behind him. Yeah, like, yeah let's we, go did, look we at all the... discussed this is not a thing that yeah. any cop would do. He's a very, like, Mayberry cop. Like, he seems like... Yeah. This is the most action this guy has seen in Ever. years. Yeah. 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 Ever. He's, he strikes me more as, like, one of those, like, lumpy security guards you would see in a movie that doesn't actually do anything, you I know? know? But, but he seems... He's pretty quick on the uptake when it comes to figuring out that something is he wrong. He has no follow-through, though. Maybe not. I don't know. He shouldn't. He he misses a few rules because he's not uh, used to any action happening. Mm-hmm. But when it does start to go down, because he also His antenna is quivering. I it guess, is like, because you know, he also sees times. the videos that are playing on the TV, and he puts together that hey, this is happening in the room that I'm in, and so he immediately yeah, goes quick. something is wrong. Pretty quick, but that's because so the audience that. already knows this, so right. he's figuring it out really quick. Right, yeah. I am in danger. Right, There's something going on here. But then, like all movies do. Your uh, salvation is dangled before you before yes. being taken snuffed away, snuffed out. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, this leads to uh, like an a, an action. Then the movie becomes basically an action thriller, mm-hmm. right? Luke Wilson punches a mirror to get shards of glass as like right? makeshift weapon, which is a smart move. Which I kept arguing for like forever. Like, like we need weapons. Weapon. Yeah, we need, we need something to hit somebody with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get the idea that the guys have gone through the room and taken away everything that you could possibly use for a weapon. Sure, I'm sure. I think yeah. you could convert things. But into again, a like weapon. he pulled, he pulled the uh, um, the shower curtain rod down. Mm-hmm. That could be yeah. something. The I can kill somebody with a shower curtain. The, the, you figure it out yeah. the, if you're in that situation. You figure you'll out fi- how. You'll I can kill, I can kill motherfuckers with a lot of shit in that room. <laughs> right. I can, I'll take that lamp and I'm going to kill yeah. somebody with it. Nobody yeah. ever thought of the lamp. I was yeah. Like, you, I could kill somebody with that lamp. Yeah, you could ostensibly strangle someone with the phone cord. Even yeah, you know? I will like, try. Yeah, because at that point, I think you can you can get yourself hyped up enough. Or even if the dude's coming at you with a knife, mm-hmm. you're just gonna go at him no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like everything goes out the door, and you're just like, all right, it's me or him, and I'm gonna take this fucking mm-hmm. guy down. Yeah, that's I the think thing. You gotta go there that's quick. his advantage. I, I think, think you, you gotta go to like who's hunting who here. Yes, I like, think you do. Fuck you, <laughs> you know. Like, right, I'm probably gonna die, but <laughs> right, but I'm gonna. That's yeah. right. I'm taking you out. Yeah, one I way think or another. You can do like it. Uh, Liam Neeson at the end of the Gray. That's the way. Sure, you go just strap some bottles to your fist and, and go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, fuck it. That's the thing. Like with this movie is like it's, they're using very close range weapons like they're kind of like they're, they seems like they're mostly stabbings in the videos yes. we watch so it's like it's not like they're coming in and getting like mowed down with automatic weapons they have right. a chance there's, like there, yeah there's that opportunity so. there yeah, are because apparently they have them there frank whaley has them above the door and they work uh you know apparently. Mm-hmm. uh the action sequence so luke wilson i mean like the, 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 <laughs> you want to call him skywalker don't you <laughs> No, the, the, but the character. That, do you want to hear me say? No. Sky, I'll call him Skywalker from here. Yeah, uh, so the dynamic, this is the drama, is built up that these two characters, Luke Wilson and, and Kate Beckinsale, yes, they've been they, they're on their way to a divorce and their marriage has fallen apart. But uh, through like this extreme circumstance, through trauma. Uh, they tell the truth. I'm sorry that I never did blah, blah, blah. And I'm sorry. And like, yeah, after this is over, we're going to give this a second shot. Uh, you know? I, st- I don't think that's enough. <laughs> it, it won't work. It won't it, work. Be- I will, I'll say, yeah, I, I'll guarantee I it won't work. I did not buy it, but no, I get what I don't the either. Movie, like- In the moment when you're 
brains going insane yeah, like that, right. it makes sense. Right, because but, that's also the only thing you can grab onto. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, yeah, exactly. no, this is not yeah, going to work. Do, in this situation, we have to depend on our, each other yes. to survive. We have to work together. This is right. the, the ultimate like uh, you know, marriage uh, partnership. It doesn't make their kid any less dead. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's the ultimate marriage counseling. All these right problems now. come back. You know, yeah. So, so this will not later. be working out later on. No, yeah. it'll last for like a month, maybe, and then they'll be. But is it also uh, movie screenwriter one hundred and one? See, this is where I'm checking off. This is where this movie is like going wandering right into the cliches. The whole like when we get out of this, we're gonna we're gonna try this again, and you know, blah blah blah. He said everything out there is a fresh start. Mm-hmm. This is the dead meat thing flashing above his head <laughs> mm-hmm. at this point it's like well they say this because now you're like built up with hope but in the next scene ooh, stabbed in the gut yep. <laughs> which spoiler warning for the end of the movie that's right jump ahead like you know to the end of the podcast the uh i would this have been would you have preferred that he died yes i mean I, I kind of like the ending of the movie because it, it's kind of ambiguous, I think. It feels I, to me like he it's survived. Very, it's very I feel like they the could end. both still die at the end because like, we don't have any sense that anyone... It's not like the last shot of the movie has like a cop car rolling up to rescue them. You know what I'm saying? It's still just no. them alone yeah, stuck but, there. But everyone's, has, but everyone's dead at that point. Yeah, it has. It, I think those type of endings where it's like, okay, so you know, Kate Beckinsale is able to... Uh, kill two of the guys with one car yeah she mm-hmm. does find a car because the sun comes up it's the next morning mm-hmm. yeah she, uh, she was hiding in the ceiling she has a guy coming through the sunroof of the car and she pins the other guy he slams into the fucking hotel room yes so kills the guy i assume you know just by just the by trauma through and the other guy slammed against the wall so she killed both of them oh i'm sure that guy in the sunroof's neck got broken oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah, like, yeah, back like, and everything oh, yeah, yeah. fucked yeah. up he is busted in fact i i i uh, maybe this uh, um, contribute this to the movie, but I feel like I saw him like right where his back is, connected directly with the roof of the hotel yeah. as they drove uh, in. Yeah, Just yeah, like, yeah. oh no, they that used, guy's dead. They that was all practical with stuntmen and dummies too. Oh, like that was oof. like no CGI. They're very proud of the fact that that sure. was all practically Good for done. Them, so. Because that looked uh, yeah. horrible. It looked, it looked like looked a like real car dying. accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people That's died. why that stuff is good when yep. you do that. Um, but she uh. So she, I guess, you know, when I'd you, prefer he died. Yeah, I, I'd, be, he, I'd be perfectly. It would be the same. It's the, it's barely any different that he's alive. I'd prefer he be dead. I suppose it's a more audience pleasing moment. Sure. That like, you know, because he, he gets stabbed and he collapses. She has to survive on her own and figure right. out. Which I know, like that. I like that he guys. put her up there and he's like, no, yeah. I can't also be up there. And then he dies. But you're going to live and then he gets stabbed. Yeah, sure. I'm perfectly fine with that. It's great. But it's like. And I wonder if this is now we watch this on Amazon Prime, so we don't know if there's an alt. But this feels like one of that era like of the two thousands. Like we shot the multiple two, cuts, yeah, yes. two endings, the alternate ending, yeah. <laughs> and there was probably one where he died, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wonder. I, I, I wonder, wonder, and I wonder too. if the audience test changed that. You know? It was all, it's I almost wonder. guaranteed that there was an alternate ending to yeah. this movie because that's what we did in this time. Because this feels like the alternate ending where a test audience said. That's too bleak, and we would prefer it if he died, and the studio caved and said, like, okay, well, then let's use the other ending where he lives. Yeah. Because, as you were saying, it's not, uh, you know, the fine point is drawn on it that everything works out. Yeah. But it's basically all the other dudes are dead, the cops are coming, and he's breathing, 
And he's, she's like, don't let my husband die. And then we kind of pull away. But the, the effect of the movie is to like, you've been holding your breath for this amount of time. At this point, you kind of relax and you're breathing again. You know, it's the, ah, right. and you off to credits, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's why I guess I take it as it's not ambiguous that way to me. That it's like, okay, he right. lived. That, I guess, like, when I say ambiguous, it's not tightly wrapped up, I don't think. I don't think, like, I feel like it's probably a bad example, but, like, the ending of Get Out literally has, like, police coming to the scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine and, and, if Get Out ended a few frames earlier with just, like, him standing there amongst all the dead bodies and that was it? Like, you don't know, like, it's a little mm. bit different than if, it, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. There's We don't um, see a police car pull into frame. We don't. Movie, and also, you know? they do keep going back to Frank Whaley's body, which is, I think, them, um, because nothing comes of it, but there's at least, like, it feels like there's three shots of her going back and forth between rooms. Yeah, because she's keep looking the at the body, so right. she can make a phone call. He's and so, it. and what you're expecting, as uh, anyone who's seen horror movies before, is for like the body yeah. to not be there at some point. Mm-hmm. And so they keep showing that. So they're still like, it's not like they haven't they haven't let the tension down yet. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to let your guard down yet. So mm-hmm. up until that point, you're still like, is something still going to? Yeah, happen? because if you're in that situation, you're just because you called the cops doesn't mean you're relaxed and that right. tension is gone. You're not going to relax to like no. actually or you're there. Live to like get there, especially because. She tried calling the cops before, and look how it worked out. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That's a good point, John. This is a. Uh, so yeah, there's still a, a lot of tension going up to that point, but mm-hmm. uh, he should have died. Yeah, he'd be better if he died. Well, there's a there's a vacancy too. Is there yeah, three? I have not seen it. I have not nope. seen it. I'm surprised that Sean hasn't seen it. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, <coughs> didn't remember a lot of this movie, <laughs> so I don't think I would have gone for Vacancy 2, which it's, I felt like probably got more brutal and more uh, torture porny, I'm guessing. It's funny, because whenever like you bring up this movie to anyone, they go, oh, yeah. Like, that's, like everyone <laughs> yeah. everyone completely, yeah. like, th- this movie disappeared <laughs> immediately. Yeah, but they all saw it. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. everybody and saw this retained in none of it. Yeah. didn't retain. Yeah. Well, you just remember, it's the one where Kate Beckinsale and Luke Wilson... In the hotel, is this and somebody's trying to kill times him. they got. This felt like one of the times they got bigger name stars, as big name stars as Kate Beckinsale and Luke mm-hmm. Wilson are, bigger name stars to do a horror movie like yeah, this. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. I honestly. think that was the big draw yeah. when this came out. But I think yeah. that's, that's why I we remember. remember Vacancy is I think, because I think of so. the star power. I think that, so. Know, and yeah. that, di- it, that didn't happen often. And right. the fact that it was happening with these two and it was this movie, I think that was the big draw for this movie. And that's why... They're like, oh, that's why people are like, oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. movie. Maybe mm-hmm. not for anything that happened in it, well, but that for the people like, who were in it. I don't know if you guys remember, like, but the marketing was everywhere for this movie. I yeah, remember I remember trailers seeing it constantly. It was a big stu- So what, uh, how much, how how did this do? Not great. No? <laughs> it cost $19 million and it did 35 Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So it was profitable, yeah, but not. Sure, but advertising and shit. Considering yeah, we, we considering saw how much advertising yeah. we but saw. But I wonder if great. that's because of the glut of uh, similar movies I that think you're so. talking about that came out. It's like we had so much to choose from. You got uh, It was a good selected. year for horror, so right. yeah. don't so. blame you if you skipped this one. But I wonder know? if this is one of those movies where they kind of they make it going like, yeah, you spend a bunch of money on the front end advertising so people recognize the title, so it lives on video. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is this yeah. a cult video hit? Has everyone seen this movie on This is uh, like, this movie, I mean, 
I'm trying to remember what the state of Blockbuster was in 2007. <laughs> but like to me, this screams like huge rental success. I could see this making Probably. way more money in rentals than it ever did in theaters because I think sense. like like you said, it's the vague familiarity of it. Like if you're walking the aisles and you see that cover, you're like, hey, honey, vacancy. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, a trailer for this or poster. Yeah, I, or, I know that's that got Kate Beckinsdale and uh, mm-hmm. Luke Wilson. Yeah. In it. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's probably a big renter. Luke Wilson doing now? Nothing. That's fine. I can't remember anything else he's in. Uh, so I was when Bottle I was doing Rocket. I mean, well, come but on. that was before this. Come on, that '70s show. Was For, he in that? Yeah, he was. He, he was, was Kelso's brother. Uh, he's yeah. in one of my favorite episodes of The X Files. It's called Bad Blood. Okay, fine. Cool. Was, oh, he was in. <laughs> I thought he was, he was in really Blue good Streak with Martin. Played no, I'm just not that familiar characters. with The X Files. I know, but so. like that was where I was like, holy shit, he's actually like. He's acting. He was in Blue Streak. Yeah? Yeah. Who wasn't in Blue Streak? Uh, there were a lot of people in Blue Streak. That's <laughs> so when I was doing research for this movie, there's not a lot of information about the production or anything or like any stuff. But the two things I was able to find <laughs> really say a lot about this movie. Um, Luke Wilson showed up late and hung over almost every day of shooting. Nice. Um, he was trying to get in the character. Apparently he was miserable to work with and just terrible on set. Um, he, so like when they were shooting scenes and Kate Beckinsale would have like close-ups or oneers of her and she needed someone to like read lines so she could yeah. do it. It was a very common thing. The other actor just stands off screen and does it right. He refused to do it and sent his stand in to do it. Mm-hmm. And after a while of him doing that, she got really annoyed. So when it was his turn to do oneers and she was supposed to read, she just sent her headshot and said, just read to this. <laughs> Uh, so look, they hate each other. Surprised. To be I, fair I to Luke Wilson, if you send a stand-in, it's probably a brother. Or you another, know, another Wilson. But who are you? It's to probably be, Owen Wilson. Luke Wilson. Who are you to be all too good for anything? Like true. <laughs> I saw a thing just recently, like some one of those pop-up ads was like you know true stories of when uh, movie. Uh, actors hated each other, and it had the picture for vacancy. Did it really? Yeah, yeah. Which they I'm hate like, each other. They, well, isn't that... Google's tapping my shit? Like, Use that. Wait, Use it. Yeah. <laughs> like I would, I would argue, like Kate Beckinsale's the way bigger star in that situation. I think, like so. she, she's led a whole franchise of how many movies? Like, yeah, but how many of those were out <laughs> were by out then? The but time. she had uh, Pearl Harbor, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she did Pearl Van Harbor. Helsing, and it's I mean, true. she was. Uh, Serendipity. Yeah, she's been in. She's been in a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. So I know. again, that's why she's a draw. She for was this movie, theatrical, for a movie. up and a theatrical draw up until uh, was it the disappointments? The disappointments room. Who saw oh, that? Anyone? Jesus. Nope. Don't I even know what thought that about is. That movie yeah. since you but it, it, oh it came out God. in theaters. I'm like, you're never gonna wow. be in a theatrical movie again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I'm still thinking about uh, Pearl Harbor. Why? There's a new one. That's not a movie out. worth thinking about. Because I like that movie. What's the new one? In 1941? What? There's a new Pearl Harbor, Roland Emmerich movie. Oh, it is. Oh, God. Is it, is 19- it called 1940? 19- no, not, that's a Steven Spielberg movie. It's called... Uh... I don't remember. But there's a Roland Emmerich... It might Emmerich be 1941. Pearl Harbor movie. It, I think it is 1941. Okay. Uh, you might be right. Because it's it's very simple, because that's the only thing they put on screen. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's, it's got 1941. Benedict Cumberbatch in it. Yeah. Or am I thinking of a different movie? No, this is a new role. Is that Emmerich, the Emmerich, Pearl Emmerich movie? Has yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch in I'm it? I'm pretty Are we sure. Mixing two, no, there's ni- that's 1913 or something like that. No, that's a World War One movie. There's also the big uh, uh, Roland Emmerich. The 1941. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'll tell you what we're going to do, listener. Yep. We're going to answer some of your mail brought to us by our mailman Igor, and then we're going to go around the room. We're going to tell you if you should watch vacancy 
or if you should watch it again, in most cases, probably you're all familiar with it, right? It's a more recent movie. So first of all, Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. I think he thinks we're going on summer vacation or something. He's got a little suitcase packed for the motel. Oh, no, you <laughs> no, don't, no. you're not coming, Igor. <laughs> we lost the keys. I don't think we can unchain you right now. So he's not this, going does he know, like, either. summer's almost over, so a little down. late for a summer vacation? I know, we go like, to beach. Yeah. It was, like, barely there summer. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Uh, okay, so once again, we're reminding you how you can get a hold of us. And please do on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. On Twitter. At Sad Freak Show. By email. Saturday Night Freak Show Yahoo.com. On Instagram. At Saturday Night Freak Show. Feline Fatale writes in and says, this is, I think, about our Babadook episode. Mm. She oh. writes in and says, uh, you mentioned Stephen King championing every horror movie, including The Dark Tower. Yep. He praised the new Pet Cemetery, even though it completely butchered his original source material. He's highly praising It Chapter 2 now, God damn but it. I hope that one is a legit praise. Hereditary was, in my humble opinion, worthy of all the hype. He praised Did, that one also. Uh, he cannot be trusted. He said that's one of the best horror movies? movies in years. Does he, he cannot, jinx it? No, uh, maybe he no, cannot. He, I remember Stephen, he cannot be trusted. Yeah, yeah. But he praised like twenty-eight week, uh, days later. And, I mean, like usually but he's not. It's, well, he'll it, praise everything. It feels yeah, like. it's not just the praise. It's that every mo- new movie he watches is the scariest thing he's ever seen. He uses hyperbole. No, in I all will his never praise. trust Steven Spielberg's uh, opinion. Stephen King. Stephen King. Stephen King's. I'm sorry. Uh, before I see a movie. Never. Yeah, because it's all yeah. hyperbole, and it's yeah, the it's same all, hyperbole plus, every time. And he'll time. go back on it. He's like, Dark yeah. Tower is great. And then he, you know, you see the video like yeah. uh, three weeks after Dark Tower came out. He was like, yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, and I didn't really feel like it was going to be great. Which, I'm like, like well, your... fuck you, because you knew that before you were like, eh, it's going to be great. <laughs> but, like, King. I expect that from his own adaptations. It's when he goes sure. to things that aren't his own adaptations and feels the need to chime in and be like, it's the scariest yeah. movie I've ever seen. No, I don't trust his opinion anymore, yeah. so well, we'll just I mean, that, on that. He's the man who made evil dead right he made clive barker well so at yeah. some point you know it's like well, that, was, him that? Well, not, that was back in the day he's done yeah. he's done colin he has no uh he cannot he has no gas left in the tank that's why he's revisiting his old franchises he just with dr no, sleep he just can't discern anything anymore I mean, this is also the guy who this like wrote, horrible shit to like, say wrote, about wrote, like the fucking greatest author we're of not hating on it we're not hating on his rating at all books. we're talking his about his tweeting on movies is shit and his tweeting yes yeah, this is, is his tweeting not his writing i have a gigantic stephen king book tattoo <laughs> right so no he's yeah. not doing well in it, the tweeting of the movies all right stop tweeting another book Steven, yes. stop right, get off the Twitter. Everybody yeah. should get off Twitter. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, probably yeah, all Twitter's off. Yeah. I like Twitter. Uh, about tonight's movie, Vacancy, mm-hmm. we did have a couple of comments. Uh, Ghost freaking talking writes oh. in and okay. says, this movie just solidified my hesitation for stopping at roadside motels. Hell yeah. Always does. It's always, you always need a good new, like... Don't stop here. Just keep driving. Yeah. You, you guys remember when that clown motel was for sale, like outside of Vegas a couple years ago? <laughs> yeah. It was a clown themed roadside motel in the va- in the Nevada desert. Oh, it was for, it was sale? for sale. Does that mean all the clowns that worked there ran away and that's why we got all the clowns across the country? <laughs> Is that why that happened? You know what? Sean, write that movie. <laughs> write that movie. I'm going to write that movie. 
I do like that he it oh. solidified his hesitation. That doesn't you mean could, it's not going to stop. You yeah. could I started off being so sad by being like they all get laid off because the hotel's closing, so you right. feel bad for them, and that's yeah. what turns them evil because they like the one thing they love to do is be clowns at this motel. And, right, and now they have no place to concentrate their yeah. clownness, so they have to go out in the world and try and be clowns, and yeah. it's just fucking creepy. Fuck yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> It's had an idea. Maybe I can make a movie out of it. Okay, That's so there's a thing there. I was gonna say. Well, let's put it this way: nobody has. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they have. There's a couple clown movies that I've heard of recently. I don't know if they have anything to do with that, but we can make this movie. All right. Well, G Money writes in and says, uh, "I got some doggy pics for you guys, but the movie yes. is a forgettable mess." <laughs> Oh, a freshly groomed dog is oh. a very fluffy white dog that Indeed. is uh, freshly trimmed. Dog. I think he. I think is he he's just may, taking pictures of dogs. He well, may that's not be, fair. He may be grooming dogs. Oh, are you a groomer? That'd be uh, awesome. I like the way that you expect him to like answer back. No, well, uh, he can write. Well, he can write back next true. week and tell us. Oh, that's interesting. About uh, last week's movie, Roar. Roar. Elk, Roar. An Amazon uh, ambassador. That's FC. Wait, what? Fulfillment Center ambassador said uh, strangely, Roar was the last film for many of its cast. Implying that they all get Wait, eaten by, this came uh, from an Amazon. Well, that's just in his Twitter handle. It's a Hers, joke, Sean. His... It's a joke. I was gonna say, uh, but I never, <laughs> no, it's it's just you, funny. You spend time on Twitter and you don't know that's a joke. No, no, no. I've been. This is why Twitter is an evil office. No, I've been reading know. a lot of articles about the the Amazon ambassadors who were who've been tweeting out lately. Oh, there that's you go. funny. There we go. We got one. Um, <laughs> about the movie The Sentinel, which we did uh, two weeks ago. Michael Whitaker writes in and says, uh, from the ending of the movie where they cast real-life uh, deformities as yes. devils, he says, I recognize one guy in uh, our photo that we put on uh, our social media from a PBS documentary. He had something similar to what the Elephant Man had, but yes. in half of his face. At the time of the documentary, he had a wife and kids and worked in a freak show, so I doubt he was being taken advantage of. How do you get a wife out of that? Unless it's the bearded, it's unless cold, it's the bearded lady. man. Well, you got to look at the person. There's a lid for every pot, Sean. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, Sean Roger writes Wait, in. Who's says, the lid? Who's the pot? <laughs> he says, I'm so glad you talked at length about this scene. Oh, the uh, Which scene? in the Sentinel. The, the scene. The scene? Uh, oh, number yeah, the 46 scene. on the Bravo scariest. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. that was like when, Colin, when you said that you're going to pick the Sentinel. That was like the first scene I thought of. <laughs> That's a great scene. Well, he says, I'm so glad you talked at length about the scene because it's fucking terrifying. There's nothing about it that's not scary. The dark, the silhouette, the fast walk in the dark <laughs> corner, the ominous <laughs> low piano notes that score it. Wow. Just horrifying and so effective. Yep. All right. Absolutely. Maya Madsen writes in says, I've read The Sentinel twice, but I didn't know there were sequels. I'll get on that. And thanks for the tip. There you go. Well, we established that there's only one sequel. That's The Guardian, which I think basically has the same plot as The Sentinel, except, you know, the you know, there's a nun. And, so, right. and uh, the apocalypse, the, the apocalypse never has not yet materialized, uh, which probably won't. W- probably won't. Uh, and Cobra can sun moon. <laughs> Welcome. Wow. That's a name change right there. Uh, Hello, Russian bot. It says, uh, no, it's Cobra Can Kumite. Cobra Can Sun Moon. Right? Uh, I'm assuming it's you. Sure. Uh, said uh, Christina Rains is an amazing beauty. We liked her. I know. You're, I like her. You're absolutely I would correct. watch her in more things. It was good. Okay. Uh, Midway. That's the right. 
Midway is after the movie. It's, yes. it's the sequel to Pearl Harbor. Right. <laughs> Kinda, oh my right. God. Basically. I'm glad we're back on our World War yeah. okay. Midway. World War II talk. Which is a remake of a movie called Midway. Midway. They already did this in okay. the 70s. Did they? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah, I saw that in the thing. Yeah. Right. Good to know. Okay. So <laughs> that's right. You stick with oh, us. the mystery solved. Yeah. We are a font, 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 font of knowledge. Uh, so now we're going to go around the room and tell you if you should watch a movie called Vacancy. Colin! Colin, uh, we watched Vacancy tonight. What did you think of it? Uh, to be honest, I thought it was a kind of an average thriller. It was kind of a run-of-the-mill. Like, I saw it originally. Uh, this is the, the experience I had going into it tonight, right? Your mileage may vary. It was... Um, I saw it when it came out, probably during the time when all these movies were, uh, you know, all kind of yep. going after week the same after week, thing. all making their way to the theater. Yeah, and so I saw it, and uh, it was like, Meh, it was all right. And then I haven't seen it since then, and so here we are, twelve years later, revisiting Vacancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, the the big selling points of it are is the star power of seeing. Uh, Kate Beckinsdale and uh, Luke Wilson, both of them acquit themselves very well. I thought as a thriller, it is effectively done. Um, It has, you know, I mean, it's a suspense movie. It's not really a horror movie. You know, I think we're going into thinking maybe it was a more of a horror movie. Yeah, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's trying to be, uh, you know, I mean, I suppose Hitchcock is the influence here as evidenced, like right off the bat. I would say it's, yeah, because it's all suspense. Yeah. You get like a one or two scenes of like an execution of that. But other than that suspense all the way through, I did enjoy that, you know, the characters were making, you know, as we said, smart choices. There were times when I was like, well, we should do this. And then they would say, we should do this. And, you know, there are a lot of times that they didn't, but that's to be expected, but it just kind of felt like it was right down the middle. Like this is the, this is the, 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 is that the bar? No, the bar is the high bar. That's what you're trying to get to. This is uh what's the, <laughs> Are you the, doing gymnastics right now? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, the, what's the, like, your middle, this is where you have to meet to be acceptable. Middle ground. Okay. Like, right? You know, two there you and, go. Two, two and a half stars. Right? Wow, you're going bar is ground. You're yeah, all well, over. Yeah, your metric you. is very different. <laughs> yeah, pick, yeah, pick a metric. What is the thing? Yeah. Where's scale. the bar? Is the bar? It depends the on bar? where you put it. We're at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking at the bar. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd recommend it because it's it's an okay movie. It's a decent thriller. It doesn't do anything. It's not exceptional, but it's well mounted and well performed and well executed. So there's a, a recommendation for vacancy, Sean. Oh, actually, the one thing I did want to add, uh, we were talking about the uh, whole idea of, uh, of the clever killers. These guys are idiots. The, the, yeah. the, the they're the hicks, people, right? Like that's the is that's that the thought is that they're like country they're, bumpkins. They're not they even, like, but they're not even like exaggerated to that point no, where I wouldn't all. call them country bumpkins. They're, they they're don't really like, have personalities. No, they don't. At all. Not at all. No, but not at all. Frank Whaley is the only see, one. I guess because because it's like what is Luke Wilson and and Kate Beckinsale super competent that they're able to overcome these idiots? No, the only thing that they have that the other people didn't have is they knew it was coming and were able to prepare yeah. for it, and because they're losing them. The bad guys lose them. Like, well, where are they? They got to yeah. be somewhere. I'm like, this. There's two fucking buildings, <laughs> right? right? Some tunnel. They're either they're, in they're the running. Woods. Ar- they're running around too much. Yeah, it's they like, just need to hang out. Come and on, wait. Like, where could they go? Uh, but yeah, they they're constantly losing them. It, it takes forever. So the bad guys are completely incompetent. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, hey, that's that's all right. 
So that that was the twist on it. So yeah, Sean, what'd you think of Vacancy? Vacancy. Um, I think this movie is perfectly fine. Um, and I think that I mean there's nothing wrong with that. You can have, like you said, like right up the middle, like a good solid double. Um, just like you know, it's uh, it's uh, I'm going into baseball now. Okay. Uh, whereas so you, like, you is could, that your metaphor of you choice? You can pick one. That's I'm going to go baseball. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice solid double up the middle. Um, it's not, you know, uh, you may not get any runners in on this one. I'm just going to dedicate oh, myself okay. to this. All right, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Uh, no, it's, uh, again, a perfectly fine movie. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's what I thought about it when it came out. Um, because, uh, I mean, like we said, the star power is what draws to this. That was the big thing. Um, I went and saw it and I was just like, okay, that's cool. Um, so it's like... It, it's uh, perfectly okay. Would I, would I recommend it? I don't know if I can tell you to give your time to it when it's, it is just a perfectly fine film. Um, so I don't know this, the characters do make decisions that I think are like pretty in line with just like, all right, that feels about right as to if I think I was in the situation, what I would do. Um, but there's also some just also kind of some ridiculous stuff in this. Um, the killers are just kind of dumb. And if they really, if you really think about it, they could just be like, just stand out there at every exit and wait. There's only like two. And, uh, you know, I, I think they easily, I think they could have killed these people a lot easier than this movie. Um, do you think it's the hubris of like, we have a tunnel system and we have, we're, we're outgunning them. I think it's the hubris of like, that? we've been doing this for a while yeah. and no one's escaped or gotten away yet. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're probably feeling very lax in their right. methods where they're just not like tight in their game at mm-hmm. that point. And so this is what happens. I feel like this is the first time things have gone wrong for them. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's uh, more exceptional movies that you can watch besides this one. This one being just like baseline, pretty good. So oh, baseline. Um, I think that's what I was looking. For. Is that what you're looking for? Baseline. baseline. It, yeah. it is really is just baseline, pretty good. Um, you go below this, you, you're like no. Yeah, you're, above, you're above it, it you're, you're like, like Ooh, yeah. above average. This so is baseline. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm, it didn't do anything to go above that baseline, so I'm not going to recommend it. Um, I don't have too many problems with it, but it's just not quite enough for me to say you should take your time to watch this movie. So, you know, uh, it's not bad, but I'm still not going to recommend that you go out of your way to see it. So there it is. They can see. Michaela. So I first saw this movie uh, when I was working my first job ever at the local five screen movie theater. This movie came out and... uh, I would we would get breaks and during our breaks you could go sit in on any movie you want and so I watched this in like thirty minute chunks <laughs> until I saw the whole movie and I remember like the I mean I worked with weird people but like they would go watch like like there was a really shitty historical drama we had for like three months straight it ran and I was like I can't stand to watch that anymore so I would what just go it? watch Amazing Grace. Ooh. It's about the writing of the song Amazing Grace. It's boring as oh, fuck, no. but old people loved it, so they just kept coming to see it, and we had it for three months. Oh, boy. God, yeah. And in a five-screen theater, that's a lot of real estate that's to a, have for yeah. that long. Um, So that's how I originally watched it. This is my first time actually sitting down and watching it, not on 30-minute breaks at sure. work. Um, but I, I agree with a lot of the things you guys are saying, and like I do agree that it is like straight down the middle, but I don't know what more it could have done to push it any higher because it feels like it executed everything pretty well so i don't know why it isn't better <laughs> you know because like, all the characters behave exact i mean like even though they're making smart decisions mm-hmm. it's still kind of a cliche at this point like because i kept expecting like you know but a lot of horror movie movies out. i like are cliches you know like from, from this era 
Because in this for many era, we expect something, you know, like they're going to break a cliche by somebody's going to do something yeah. unexpected or mm-hmm. like have a character trait that's like, that's weird putting that yeah. guy mm-hmm. in this situation. Yeah, we didn't break out of that in this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure like like cuz it's it's really well executed in in most areas I think. So I don't really know what it's missing to put it over the edge. Um I I don't know. I I that image of like him putting in the the tape and like the snuff film coming out is like always stuck with me and always like really kind of just like made my stomach turn a little bit. Like just the way those like footage is shot in that gross gross hotel room is just like something like about horrible fluorescent light in a room like that and like horrible things happening under that light is just really gross and so that's always stuck with me and like home invasion stuff is always effective for me and this is like home invasion layered with like surveillance and like the isolation of being trapped where no one knows you're there Mm. um it's layering a lot of different things that i think i really like together so i definitely think it's worth a watch I, i agree it's nothing like spectacular or out of the ordinary but it's really good at what it does so I think I think I would recommend it for that. All right, so that's Vacancy, Vacancy. <clears throat> a movie I didn't think we'd uh, get back to at any point. Well, when was the last time you thought about it before I mentioned it? Well, again, you know? it's been <laughs> yeah. years. Twelve yes. years. It's yeah. been twelve years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so next week we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by Holly. Holly, what are we watching tonight? Uh, I think. <laughs> or next week. I think we're going to watch a movie called. Uh, Hell Knight? Hell Knight. We're watching Hell Knight. <laughs> Holly chose Hell Knight for next week. All right. So there you go. It's uh, Linda Blair, 1981. Uh, okay. I don't know if I've... I um, I may have seen the poster for this today randomly, searching through IMDb for something, but I don't know that I have know much about this movie. Yeah, All I don't right. know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's an 80s slasher. It flip. seems like a pretty... Well, uh, duh. Yeah. Imagine, imagine <laughs> that. Imagine oh, us watching oh, one really? of those. Is that what it is? Yep. Hell Knight. That seems that's I was, I'm Knight. glad somebody grabbed that title because that seems like it's an obvious one. Yeah. Hell Knight. All right, so that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, and until then, the basement is going dark. <laughs>